0: Welcome to Purdue Commercial AgCast, the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture's podcast featuring farm management news and information. I'm your host, Jim Mintert, Director of the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture. And joining me today is Michael Langemeyer, Professor of Ag Economics and Associate Director of the Center for Commercial Agriculture. Today, we're gonna talk about the farm bill choices facing crop producers for the 2021 crop year. Producers need to make their choices by March 15th of this year. And, Michael, I think it'd be good to start off by just kind of reviewing the program. So we've got three programs to think about. One's called ARC County. One's called ARC Individual or ARC IC. And the third is called PLC.
1: Let's review just briefly what the ARC County program is. Yeah, starting with the ARC County, payments are made when county revenue falls below a benchmark revenue, which varies by county. The key word there is county. It's based on county yields, not individual farm yields. Uh, and, and, and so that's, and when you look at the price for the Arc County, you're looking at the marketing year average US price as estimated by USDA. So county average yields and marketing year average US price uh, for the for the marketing year estimated by USDA. That's Arc County. In contrast, Arc individual payments are made when revenue for a farm is below the benchmark revenue. And in this case, uh, the, the revenue is, is computed uh, using all the crops grown on the farm and the farms the farm's historical yields. And so um, and so that's the difference between Arc County and Arc individual. Uh, just saying that Arc individual might sound attractive because you use individual yields rather than the county yields. However, uh, they do have a, they do have in the provisions uh, for for the farm bill that Arc individual only pays on 65 percent of the base acres whereas ARC County uh, pays on 85% of the base acres. And so that's a big hurdle uh, you know, for ARC individual to overcome. Uh, we'll talk more about the choices between those two for the 21 crop, but just remember that's a big hurdle uh, for, for the ARC individual uh, choice to overcome.
0: And then for the PLC pay, uh, program, the payments are made when the U.S. marketing year average price falls below the effective price, which was detailed in the Farm Bill legislation itself. And so for 2021, those PLC effective prices are still 3.70 for corn, 8.40 for soybeans, and $5.50 for wheat. Um, those have not changed, and uh, we'll talk more about those in a bit, but that's a fairly straightforward program. It's, it really is. It's, PLC stands for price loss coverage. It really is based just on what happens to price. Uh, yield does not come into that into play. So, for most uh, crop producers uh, looking ahead here to 2021, we're really going to focus primarily on the ARC County and the PLC programs. Last time around, the ARC IC program was attractive for a number of people, but that was really because of the prevented planning situation that took place in 2019. And we don't have that kind of a scenario in play this time. So, we won't spend too much time on the ARC IC program. We're really going to focus most of our attention on the ARC. County and the PLC program. Um, Michael, you took a close look at how this would play out, or in fact, how it did play out for this uh, case farm that you've been maintaining here for West Central Indiana. So for our listeners, provide a little overview of what that case
1: farm looks like before we start. This case farm has corn and soybeans, and it's a corn-soybean rotation, so it's evenly split between those two. And so, I'm going to talk about the average payment for 2019 uh, rather than the payment for corn and soybeans separately. But the 29 payment has already been determined. Uh, it, was, it was the payment uh, for co- for the average between the corn and soybeans was approximately $20 per acre. Uh, that was for the 19 crop uh, payable in in the fall of 2020, and so that's when those uh, when the, when those payments uh, were received. We're still living through the 2020, uh, mark, 2020 crop marketing year, and so uh, we can just estimate uh, what those are g- going to be. But given the rise in prices that we've seen recently, I think the latest uh, estimates from USDA for the marketing year average price uh, was 420 for corn and 1115 for soybeans. You know, with those prices, we're not very likely to see a payment uh, for our County and PLC. Uh, for, for this case for our farm or for any farm in the corn bill, uh, for that matter. Uh, the prices are just, are, are just higher uh, than what they would need to be in order to receive a payment.
0: Yeah, just to kind of review the math there, with the marketing average price of 420 for corn, that's 50 cents higher than the PLC price. So you'd have to see a substantial decline in prices here the rest of the marketing year for uh, that to trigger a payment of the PLC program. And on the soybean side, that 1115, not only is that way above the PLC price, if anybody happened to choose the PLC program um, for for the 2020 marketing year. But it's uh, it's also going to push that ARC county revenue way above the revenue guarantees. And so it doesn't really matter whether you chose ARC county or PLC for the 2020 crop year, the odds are very high that the payment will be zero. And I guess, Michael, we should kind of remind folks, I think a lot of our listeners already know this, but uh, maybe just a little reminder that the 2020 crop year payments um, would be made in the fall of 2021. So if you think about payments, for example, as last fall, most people received a payment um, for the 2019 crop year, they're not likely to receive the comparable payment for the 2020 crop year in the fall of 2021. And so I, as you think about cash flow projections, for example, uh, that could be important for some folks. Finally, Michael, let's uh, talk
1: just a little bit about wheat. Yeah, for wheat producers, it's, it's a different scenario than we, than we were talking about for corn and soybeans. Uh, for 2019, using a Southwest Indiana case farm, uh, the, the, the payment was approximately $45 per acre. That's for 2019. Using the current estimate of the 2020 marketing year average price, uh, the, the we, it looks like there might be a payment of approximately $35 per acre for wheat in 2020, and so it looks like we're going to uh, see a payment uh, for the 20 crop uh, for, for wheat, uh, unlike uh, corn and soybeans, where we do not expect a payment. And, and just to confirm for our listeners, those payment rates that you were talking about on
0: a per acre basis were for that case farm, and implicit is that some yield assumptions, so... Uh, Think about it from that standpoint, but a pretty typical operation in this case uh, that was based on a case farm for Southwest Indiana. So a fairly typical Southwest Indiana kind of a situation. All right, let's turn our attention to probably what our listeners are maybe most interested in and that is what should I do for the 2021 crop year because that decision is coming up, we have to make a choice by the 15th of March. Um, And unlike the previous sign up this program election is for the 2021 crop year only last time. We were signing up for two years at once. This time we're only signing up for 2021. So we don't really have to worry about projecting all the way out into the 2022 crop year. And I think some of the questions you and I have received, maybe there's been a little confusion about that. So we wanna make that clear. You're only signing up for one year this time. And that is for the 21 crop year only. Um, So first of all, for people that chose ARCIC in the 2019, 2020, uh, decision-making time frame, are probably going to want to make a different choice this year. There really isn't a scenario that we can really picture very well for the Corn Belt. We're signing up for ARC-IC for the 2021 crop year. It makes much sense at this point. Um, it was attractive last time, primarily for some farms that had large prevented planting acreage in 2019. The people knew that going in when they signed up. And so that effectively helped offset the fact that that IC program only pays on 65% of the base acres, which I think you mentioned earlier. Uh, in contrast, the Arc County and PLC programs both pay based on 85% of the base acres. Um, so if you think about trying to project what's gonna happen here in the winter 2021 to what, how yields are gonna play out, how the crop is gonna play out for the 21 crop year, it makes sense to assume a normal planting season, right? We're not, at this stage, we're not likely to uh, project Uh, with any confidence that we would have a large prevented planting acreage and as a result that IC program is is not going to be attractive and and not one that we're going to recommend. If you think about choosing between our county and PLC, it does require that you have at least some idea as to what the marketing year average prices are going to be in 2021. And at least initially here it sure looks like the marketing year average prices are going to be high enough to preclude 2021 crop year payments for both corn and soybeans. And, and you've looked at that in a little more detail, Michael.
1: Yeah, looking at looking at futures today, uh, this is the, I, on January 20th, 2021. Uh, we the These 21 corn futures was trading right around 450 and the November 21 soybean futures was trading right around 1170. These are obviously far above uh, the effective prices. Uh, the soybean is so far above that the chance of getting a PLC payment for the 21 crop for soybeans is almost zero, uh, and so that that leads us to think if you're if you're thinking average yields or trend yields, which you typically would put into uh, cash flow projections, um, you know this far in advance, uh, certainly seems like Art County is a, is a really logical choice for soybeans. However, looking at that corn, even though today's uh, the, the futures price today is quite a bit higher than that uh, that effective price of 370. There's certainly a chance uh, that the U.S. marketing year average price for the 21 crop could drop below that 370, and so certainly the PLC, uh, the PLC program, is relatively more attractive for corn uh, than it is for soybeans. Yeah, in both cases, we think it's unlikely that you get a, a payment, but you have to think about
0: well, under what scenario could it possibly play out where a payment might be generated? Given that we're forecasting relatively far into the future here. So from that standpoint, clearly, ARC County for soybeans makes the most sense. And the PLC program probably makes the most sense on the corn side. Uh, You can create some scenarios where the ARC County program might be more attractive for corn. The only way that could play out that we could come up with, Michael, was a a scenario where you had some very low yields in in, uh, 2021,
1: right? Yeah, if you had a if you had a a price that was three seventy to four dollars in that range, which is certainly possible, and some uh, extremely low yields. We're talking yields twenty percent below average or twenty percent uh, below the trend. More than twenty percent below, then our county would pay out. But but again, when you when you do projections like this, cash flow projections or projections related to the farm bill, you usually use average yields uh, and and uh, trend yields uh, in your estimates. It doesn't make sense to be using really low yields. Yeah, we don't have any information at this stage of the year
0: where we would lead us to expect below average yields, right? I mean, that's really the issue, right? What, for what possible reason would you project substantially below average yields? If, if you had some reason for doing that, then you might possibly consider choosing the Art County program. Another
1: way to think about that do you think there's a, a higher probability that corn's gonna be below 370 than, than corn uh, 20, 25% below trend? Uh, I, would, I would lean towards corn being below 370s, probably a bigger chance than having a really low corn yield. Yeah. So I think for 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 most people that are listening to this podcast,
0: I think it's going to be a fairly straightforward choice. For soybeans, they're going to want to probably choose the ARC County program. And for corn, they're probably going to want to choose the PLC program for 2021 crop year. Um, it's a little less clear with respect to what you should choose for wheat. Um, most wheat producers chose PLC for the 2019 and 2020 crop years, because the PLC price was higher than the expected marketing year average prices. And we had a fair amount of information about that going in and you could project that with some degree of confidence. For 2021, there's obviously a lot more uncertainty about what that marketing year average price is gonna be. Um, But at least initially here, it looks likely that the marketing year average price is gonna be higher than the wheat PLC price of 550. You know, if you look at current prices, uh, whether you're looking at Chicago wheat, which is most relevant here for the Corn Belt, or you're looking at Kansas City wheat as you start heading farther west into the Great Plains, those prices are pretty far above the PLC um, price of 550. And in, in both cases, they're between about 635 and 650 for those new crop futures. Um, that's not a perfect forecast for what's going to happen to that marketing year average price, but it certainly is an indication that we're not likely to see uh, prices drop below that PLC uh, price. So, bottom line, uh, the choice between PLC and our county for wheat is maybe a little less clear than what we just made it sound like for corn. Still, you know, for most Corn Belt farms with a wheat base, the PLC program is probably the better choice since there is a chance that that marketing average price could fall below the PLC price of 550. And so. Uh, a little bit like the corn analysis, but less, maybe a little less confidence than than we had on the corn side uh, with respect to making that PLC program a preferred choice for wheat producers here in the Corn Belt. So that kind of wraps up our discussion of of making that decision for March 15th for the 2021 uh, crop year uh, choices that people need to make. Um, We'll have some more information on the web. I think we'll have a a hard copy that you can take a look at uh, that's based on a lot of the comments we made here today. And so you'll be able to look at that maybe and review that a little more carefully. But I think for most people listening, it should be pretty straightforward. So that wraps up our podcast, Michael. And uh, I encourage you to share the Purdue Commercial Ag Podcast with your friends and colleagues. And so on behalf of my colleague, Michael Ingmar and the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture, I'm Jim Minter. Thanks for listening.